The first reading is a reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. The angel brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and I saw water flowing out from beneath the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the faucet of the temple was turned was toward the east, and the water flowed down from the southern side of the temple, south of the altar. He led me outside by the north gate and around to the outer gate facing the east, where I saw water trickling from the south southern side. He said to me, This water flow into the eastern district down upon the Arabah, and empties into the sea the salt waters which it makes fresh. Wherever the river flows, every sort of living creature can multiply and shall live there, and there shall be abundant fish. For wherever this water comes, the sea shall be made fresh. Along both banks of the river, fruit trees of every kind shall grow. Their leaves shall not fade, nor their fruit fail. Every month they shall bear fresh fruit, and they shall be watered by the flow from the sanctuary. Their fruit shall serve for food and their leaves for medicine. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The waters of the river gladden the city of God, the holy dwelling of the Most High. The waters of the river gladden the city of God, the holy dwelling of the Most High. God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in distress. Therefore we fear not, though the earth be shaken, the mountains plunge into the depths of the sea. The waters of the river gladden the city of God, the holy dwelling of the Most High. There is a stream whose runlets gladden the city of God, the holy dwelling of the Most High. God is in its midst, it shall not be disturbed. God will help it at the break of dawn. The waters of the river gladden the city of God, the holy dwelling of the Most High. The Lord of hosts is with us. Our stronghold is the God of Jacob. Come, behold the deeds of the Lord, the astonishing things he has wrought on earth. The waters of the river gladden the city of God, the holy dwelling of the Most High. The second reading is a reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, you are God's building, according to the grace of God given to me. Like a wise master builder, I laid the foundation, and another is building upon it. But each one must be careful how he builds upon it, for no one can lay a foundation other than the one that is there, namely Jesus Christ. Do you not know that you, you, you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will restore, destroy that person. For the temple of God, which you are, is holy. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My brothers and sisters, may our Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. Since the Passover the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in a temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers, seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them out of the temple area with the sheep and the oxen and spilled the coins and the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words in Scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this the Jews answered and said to him, What sign are you going to show us that you can do this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. 
The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scriptures and the word Jesus had spoken. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. And so today we celebrate the Feast of St. John Lateran, which is the Pope's Church in Rome. And everybody always thinks it's St. Peter's, but nope, it's uh, St. John's uh, Lateran. And it's the oldest church in Rome. And uh, again, it's been destroyed and rebuilt many, many times. But it shows, first of all, the unity that we all have in the body of Christ. I mean, that's why when people go crazy about they don't like the Pope, or they don't like this, or they don't like that, it destroys the very unity that Jesus is. Why? Because we're not celebrating a church. We're celebrating Christ, who is the church. We're celebrating Christ, who is in each of us, who makes us a temple. And that Jesus Christ, the God of the universe, dwells in you. Did you hear the second reading? Did you get it? Do you not know that you are the temple of God, that the Spirit of God dwells in you? And so if Jesus dwells in us and he dwells in everyone in the church, everyone who is baptized, then we got to do everything to create unity. Why? Because we're not political people. We are members of Jesus Christ. When we divide each other, we divide Jesus. And we go against the exact thing when he prayed, may they be one because Jesus is one. Do you get it? Do you and I truly live as members of the body of Christ? Do you and I truly know that God lives inside of us? God is in you at this very moment. God is in you. Do you act like it? Do I act like it? Do I know that everything I do, I make Christ Jesus do? Do I know that everywhere I go and everyone I meet, I'm supposed to be inviting them to Jesus inside of me, not me? This is a fantastic reality if we live it, if we know it, if we just don't let this go in one ear and not the other and continue to live our life tomorrow a different way. Jesus Christ is inside of you. Live that way. You are God's temple. God dwells inside of you. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.